should be close now. Who, Piglet, Eeyore, we were friends for many years. Christopher, we need to leave. Hey, this is Drew. You're listening to New Release, episode 151. I am here with two very special guests. Jen, a recurring guest on the podcast. Hi. Hi, how's it going? (laughs) Not only is this like your fourth appearance on the podcast, all the Stranger Things episodes, what else? I think that's just it, right? Yeah. So those, but this is actually... um, your birthday episode it's my birthday yeah <laughs> so happy birthday <laughs> um what a treat that we got to share for your birthday yeah guys i somehow made it this far i yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't have to reveal your age are you older or younger than the farm that poof grew up on <laughs> <laughs> am i older or younger than the hundred acre, acre wood oh right it's 100 acres <laughs> not 100 years <laughs> you're younger um com- we can comfortably say that uh mo is also here first time guest <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, Derek and Ashley are absent this episode. Derek chimed in and said that you were familiar with his whereabouts, Jen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's... Timmy just said he's just lost in, in the labyrinth. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Typical Derek stuff. Um, Ashley is vacationing in sunny Mexico, last I heard, so good for her. Um, I wanted to start by i guess saying the movie that we watched <laughs> what's the what's the title blood and honey blood and honey winnie the pooh blood and honey yeah is, does it start with winnie the pooh and then semi and then colon blood and honey it does right i think yeah okay yeah. i just wasn't sure which one came first bl- the blood and honey or the winnie the pooh uh, I'm pretty sure it's winnie the pooh first yeah. okay normally we know the title of the movie uh- <laughs> <laughs> jokes we didn't actually see this movie yeah. we're just gonna talk about nonsense yeah. um <laughs> So, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, this movie has quite the reputation even before coming out because of the viralness of the trailer. Um, I don't even think the original plan was to have this movie released in theaters, but it was getting a lot of good buzz and a lot of people were just excited, I guess, by the premise of a childhood icon being portrayed in this way. Um and so all of a sudden they had all this momentum. They like fast tracked the editing from what I understand and got it out into a decent number, number of theaters for like the context that we saw it in was like a one day special release. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was one day, one theater, one time. Yeah. <laughs> Very exclusive. <laughs> um, and it was Which like maybe should have been theaters. a red flag. Yeah. 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 I think it gave it a little more like, Ooh, this is going to be real exciting, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, even though I was aware of its reputation, I would definitely want to give credit to Jen for initiating this, <laughs> <laughs> this trip out to the movies and have really you explain, explain. Yeah. Well, in your own terms, aside from like, what, what made you excited about this movie? I, love the idea of I don't know we kind of talked about this off mic but like actual kids fairy tales are fucked 
up. <laughs> and then they get Disney-fied and people think that that's the actual story and it's not. And so I love the idea of taking these things that have been kind of Disney-fied and breaking it down like honestly sort of ruining your childhood. That's fine for me. Like <laughs> Yeah. Definitely recontextualizing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but a lot of these, not a lot of those stories were dark, and people died, and none of that ever happens when Disney gets their hands on it. So now that it's at least the book is in, you know, I guess the characters just recently entered public domain, so yeah. anything goes. We can have sex tapes. We can have horror slashers. Okay, well, I don't know that I need a Winnie the Pooh sex tape. <laughs> sure, um, <laughs> there was like. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of... There was some boobs in this movie. Not a ton of of sex, though. Yeah, weirdly just the one pair. I thought there would be more. <laughs> yeah, the redhead... Um, we do have a uh, fellow redheaded person <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you guys get the short... Uh, well, usually I feel like, you know, they go over the blonde, but this time they yeah. went for the redhead, you know, like got the, the first kill, you know. And yeah. It was- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this movie. I wanted just to understand, uh, Mo, your perspective, too, going into this. So, like, going to the movie, you were talking about the trailer getting a lot of... I didn't watch the trailer at all. Like, I kind of went on Jen saying, oh, this is going to be, like, some kind of scary, slasher, messed up movie. I was hoping for at least fun bad. I wasn't expecting, like, (laughs) amazing, but just a fun bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just kind of excited. I was just going into it kind of a little blind, being like, all right. Show me what you got. Yeah, you're game for anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Which is fun. Yeah. No expectations. Let's just see what this is. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's weird. I, I always remember back to um the premiere of Sharknado. That was like the first I just buy- want to side note that I love the shit out of Sharknado. Yeah. All, all of them. Twenty five of them. <laughs> all twenty five. Yeah. I wish there were twenty five. Are there of them. more there's more Fast and Furiouses or more Sharknados? There are more Fast and Furious. Wow. Also love. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, this is already a huge tangent, but did you listen to this movie is perfect fodder for a very popular podcast. How did this get made? Um, oh, did I listen to the breakdown of the trailer? I 100 yeah. percent did. So they did an hour <laughs> and a half on the four minute fast and f- fast X trailer. <laughs> so and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> They're um, may baby. <laughs> that's like that's the pinnacle of this kind of like cheap entertainment. I mean, that's actually like huge budget, huge stars, huge production, you know. And then Sharknado is several steps below that. And then I feel okay, like. But also, Sharknado had Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, and Terry. So. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Terry Reed running. Shout yeah. out to James. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, so back to Sharknado, which is. <laughs> I. I was so excited for the premiere. I don't know whether I'd seen a TV commercial. This was like a sci-fi premiere. It was not in theaters or the first one. Um, and I like got to my... Fr- I didn't have cable. I was living in Denver. So I went to my friend's apartment, waited in their lobby <laughs> for them to get off work. And I was like having to turn it on in the billiard room, or which is like, you know, they have like a rec room for, for people that live there to Oh, use. in the apartment complex. I thought you meant they had a rec room in their apartment. I was like, no, 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 bougie? no. I, I couldn't even get up to their, I couldn't even get up to their apartment. So I was like watching it in the public, like, you know, shared space for residents and nobody else was in there or cared or any, or anything. And then they got home and I'm like, y- y'all are 30 minutes late. 
for this movie that I've been <laughs> hyping up all week that I desperately need to watch on your cable subscription. And they just could have cared less. But I was, I feel like the best case scenario for a movie like this is that amount of hype. And then it pans out to be like a ridiculous premise. That's, that's fun. I was a little, you know, we'll just jump into blood and honey. I wasn't as excited about the execution of the concept as I was with like a Sharknado. And I'm not even sure if it was going, it wasn't going for that level of camp. I don't think, I don't know. You don't think so? Well, I, I, well, the performances weren't maybe the concept was, but I didn't think the performances were that like, uh, exaggerated or entertaining in and of themselves, maybe because it was all British actors and, it was just weird. Like they were sort of disaffected. Yeah. And it was also like weird that some of the characters, like it was very hard to tell who was who they just yeah. seemed very generic. They weren't like, there's this one Mary, you know, that you get this backstory or seeing her therapist about the stalker, but then. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so many of them looked alike. like, yeah, was her but... stalker. One of those weird, <laughs> the only American accented, pack of rednecks in britain yep like, <laughs> and then also like it, the main girl and one of the other girls also looked very similar yeah and i, I just like, like i wouldn't you know there's really not much notable acting that happens no there. it's very <laughs> but not even overacting i guess is my point yeah. like tara yeah. reed and the other dude from 90210 uh steve or whatever his name is <laughs> ian zeering yeah ian zeering <laughs> of course um, sorry for the disrespect. They're like they're going for something with their performances. They're like hamming it up to some extent. Maybe this tone of this movie, they were going. I just couldn't tell if they were going for like pure slasher or something like a sci-fi original that that have have. I have a whole told, totally different set of expectations for one versus the other. I think the kills in this were pretty good at times but also hard to see my my biggest complaint of the movie is just the poor lighting and yeah i i the grayscale kind of blue filter that they were using in the in the scenes that did have light and then just it was then it was just super dark yeah because <laughs> it's really hard to see so it's yeah. So I thought some of the kills were pretty good, like the one with the eyeball popping out. But like yep. it was hard. Like, even the scene of the blood dripping out, you couldn't really even like. Yeah, was it blood? Was it honey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Who knows? The, the first girl and the wood chipper, like you know, she's going in there. Because as soon as they panned out a little bit, and I saw she's hiding behind a wood chipper, I was like, oh, that's where you're going. It's very clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were the. What, yeah, what, when did the eye-popping kill come? That was when they drove over someone? That was yeah, the, that was the, the girl influencer like, who was in the hot tub. Oh, the hot tub, yeah. <laughs> Great but that suit. kill... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one's actually the weirdest to me. Yeah. Because, okay, you pull her to the hot tub, you hog tire, you throw her in the driveway, <laughs> like Pooh is revving the car. You're clearly going to run her over. So why do they make this extended scene where Piglet has a mallet, right? drags it over, and you're thinking, oh, he's going to hit her yeah. first. Doesn't. Doesn't even lift it off the ground. Actually just puts a foot on her back. <laughs> even though she's already not going anywhere. Right. And then you drive over her head. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, someone has to make sure the head actually stays a little in place. Like, he kind of needed to be. He didn't stand <laughs> on her head, though. He, like, stood on her but back. I know, like, keeping her. I don't know. Keeping her head. <laughs> it just right. leaning against the mallet like it's a pimp cane. Like, that was a d- diversion. Like, she was expecting the, the headshot to come from the mallet, and it comes from a tire instead. <laughs> okay, maybe. That's a, that's a fair point. No, maybe. I mean, these are definitely, we're, we're making uh, creative excuses for something that was probably just they I mean, you can't wing you can't just wing it on a, a kill like that that requires props and special effects and and setup and stuff but i am not sure they understand why maybe he just like thought that dragging the mallet looked cool so like that was a nice effect and then the the car was meant to be the kill, killer weapon all, all along i don't know well also th- then the following kill though is with the with that sledgehammer or whatever he's dragging right yeah, the I mean, ones in the, in the pool then so the weird indoor kind of swim lane foreshadowing like <laughs> oh, okay God. we're gonna the eventually pool. hit someone with this <laughs> let's talk about the, well, yeah, <laughs> the this pool house, scene this but where did this even come this house like is so unassuming that like where would this oh there's this indoor pool and like it, it was like a <laughs> I, I was saying it looked like like sort of a treehouse festival setup or like a burning man temporary i mean it was nice there was a nice main house, but then they kept showing characters off in like side areas of the house. Like you could almost climb across like a terrace to a another place where there was a dock, and then all of a sudden they're in a basically sort of like a lap, a, a, a medium length pool, but very thin. So the girl jumps in on one side of the pool with. Uh, it's Piglet, right? That's attacking her. Yeah, that Piglet. one's that one's Piglet. Yeah. So it's still Piglet with the same right weapon, basically. Piglet with the and there's, the, in uh, the there's pool two room. of the girls in there, and he knocks out the other one, and then. But she tries to run away from him in the pool water. Yeah, <laughs> <Which> <laughs> until was... she starts to swim back towards yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like uh, usually these set pieces, which is a generous term for them, you would. You can't just kind of like improvise it like you can a, a dialogue scene. You have to have it planned out. And you would think when they're talking through like how someone would run away. I don't know. Maybe they don't care about realism or. <laughs> no, I, I they, they very much did. It. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely points where you're like, why are you standing here? Like, yeah. Why are you just watching this person be murdered when you could be running? They are occupied. <laughs> fucking leave yeah <laughs> exactly. we'd, we'd lose a lot of the movie with them not but them it's like, like should I mean, we grab a weapon i don't know like maybe we'll just sit here and peek from behind this pillar and watch them murder our friend we we can ex- go we expect a level of um stupidness out of horror movie characters that is true. Like, and i do love a campy just horror get film, out but... of the house is uh you know a classic trope but in this case, it was more like don't go in, upstairs in the individual moments. Like it's fine if the characters overall don't act like rationally because they're in the most traumatic situation of their lives, um, usually. But like if they don't even do things just that would be way more intuitive in the moment, like run not in the water on the ground versus running through water, <laughs> which is a lot harder in my experience. Um, I can clearly. Get away faster if I run around this pool. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to just jump, jump in. Right it. in and it. It's not like there's even an exit on the other side of the pool. I don't think. I mean, like. There it's... was on the side, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't the most direct line. <laughs> um, okay. So that's. Uh, let's, go, let's go back to the beginning. We just watched 
Um, the other thing that was weird about our our um, one night only special event is we tried to time things out to go to a, a Regal Cinema where there's going to be 30 minutes of pre-roll uh, popcorn commercials and 18 trailers, and then the movie starts. But apparently this movie <laughs> just started right started at the showtime. <laughs> yeah. So we missed the glorious um, cartoon uh, prologue, which, so Jen or Mo, who wants to explain kind of the setup for this movie? I mean, Mo, you sent it to us, so. Yeah. Yeah, I found it today because I was like, I, when I saw it, I was like, I think we missed something. Yeah. Like, you know, we came in. All I thought we were in the wrong theater. <laughs> yes, I did too. I was I like, oh, were, this movie's in the middle. Yeah. Like, we, I thought right. they were showing a preview for their own movie. And right. I was also very confused. It's like an old VHS tape, which is super annoying when they have a coming attraction for the movie you're about to watch. Anyway. So it basically sets up that Christopher Robin had befriended these... What, what, they called them creatures or, you know, like... Were they... They called them abominations. Yeah, abominations. The, that's harsh. And that's what I say. In the drawings, they looked more like actual, like, creatures, you know? Not like half Not human, toys. Half, they do. And more they, like toys, like what you would think Winnie the Pooh, the original story, is Christopher Robin befriends his stuffed animals. And, like, yeah. that's what happens with yeah. them. But, so... Basically, he starts providing food for them, taking care of them. Then he goes to college to be a doctor. And they have a hard winter when he leaves and end up eating Eeyore. And they are so Eeyore, angry. For, Eeyore no more. The yes, freakers. Eeyore no more. <laughs> Which in the beginning of the scene, there's like a little sign or like the first after the prologue. You see a sign where like, yeah, it's like R.I.P. R.I.P. Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> yeah. And that was I'm I'm glad you sent us that because I was that was one of the questions I had too. It was like, where was he? Or? They, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> no, but you see the sign, so of course I assume he's dead, right? Uh, but I was like, did they kill him? Or, I mean, he was pretty morose throughout the things. So thought maybe it was a suicide thing, but yeah. Well, so now that you break it down like that, I'm seeing this more as like some kind of. And domesticating animals PSA because he made them dependent on him and then abandoned them and they could no longer fend for themselves. Um, so they took to, um, did they immediately like move on from Eeyore to hunting other humans? Like, well, did they find no, animals? I'm wondering because but in uh, the preview, there's two more, there's owl and rabbit. Okay. So yes. So owl and rabbit. So what happened to owl and rabbit? Like we're kind of missing exactly. that part. They started with Eeyore and then who, I mean, what happened? Owl and rabbit. Rabbit. It's a lot well, less. We both edible. More a than lot a less donkey. Meat. Yeah. Well, yeah, but less less volume of. of, of <laughs> yes, meat I guess. It's <laughs> more logical, like <laughs> more meat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Eeyore valiant. They could have like brought himself. that into this movie though somewhere too, like some cannibalism, like them eating the. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's the girl in the wood chipper. They make it. They were. Meat. <laughs> though their main diet is blood and honey. And, and so with they, them also hanging, like yeah. that's like hanging an animal corpse. But then there's the blood. I mean, we'll get there. I'm guessing maybe it's sort of bit. it's it's pretty Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Once you start seeing like the quarters that that um, uh, Pooh lives in, he basically hangs people on meat hooks, dries them out, and then processes them into like a a a, a blood mixture, and maybe he like. Uh, scoops in honey we do see like him oozing honey all over victims later and yeah the goopy the goopy scenes were 
pretty gross. Also, yeah, so Christopher Robin is the movie starts after the the prologue, the part that we walked in on was him bringing his new wife home to show him <laughs> to show her his childhood <laughs> stomping grounds and Pooh does not take kindly to that. Um uh, yeah. No, she is immediately burnt. <laughs> but so does Christopher Robin go like that's what I don't does Christopher Robin go there in the hopes of like he's gonna be reunited with his close buddy, his old friends and they're I gonna think be... so. I think that was the idea. Because he's because she's also like, No, this is something's wrong here, something's wrong. Yeah. And right. he's course, like classic He didn't listen to a woman. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of a lot of signs that it was not gonna be a happy homecoming, but <laughs> Immediately, they were captured. The thing that the other thing that ties into the darkness and just like it was actually way too hard, way harder than it should be to differentiate between Pooh and Piglet. And like they didn't have that distinctive of costumes, in my opinion. They were just kind of wearing, um, well, except for the tusks, he had like very yeah. warthog Piglet did. Like. They were just like big, like lumberjacks in overalls with kind of like an animal mask on well like and like masks that look like you got them at spirit yeah, yeah. like you know what i'm saying like and i don't know the human latex <laughs> head was it, it threw me in a lot of ways yeah just uh, face in one expression i'm not getting like teddy bear like how did no. you turn what <laughs> I, I think that but the, okay yeah. again <laughs> i mean not to yes i totally agree with you but what did Mike say the budget was? Like 150000 Yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, you definitely have to go into it with the expectation of a low budget movie and try to have fun. Um, the theater that we were seeing it with seemed like people were having a decent amount of fun with it. I mean, it wasn't like uproarious, <laughs> but people well, there was were, a were entertained. Yeah. People were, and it was also. A little more packed than I would have assumed. Yeah, I think I thought it was less. I thought with the trailer and like people, the hype that I thought there would have been more people there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people also like me don't like Regal Cinemas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I was that's surprised. True. I mean, yeah, we don't go to Regal that often, and um, they were showing what were they showing? Titanic 3D. <laughs> And Magic Mike 3. Magic Mike, yeah. yeah. Not Magic Mike 3. I was trying to figure out why the theater was so packed. This is like a dead zone. I still love the idea of Magic Mike 3D. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were showing the new one in 3D? Because there's a new one that just came out. No, 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 no. no, no. That was, yeah. No, it's Titanic in 3D. Gotcha. Sorry. There's no Magic Mike 3D, guys. Don't get excited. Yeah. 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 Well, Well, we could put the idea out. Yeah. XXL 3D. All the vibrating chairs. I don't the, know, oh yeah, four, four, four D. Why now, not? Now you just made Regal a porn cinema. Oh, no, and I'm more on board for that than their actual current model. They need to do something to rejuvenate the theater. Um, so we have Christopher Robin bringing his wife home. The other, the other obvious parallel with this is uh, an easy way to explain it would be like if the Andy is it Andy who leaves his toys behind in Toy Story. Yes. Um, And then they kind of develop a life of their own is if that had caused them to become like homicidal maniacs. Ooh, see, I want that movie. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Killer Toy Story. Yeah, I want that movie. (laughs) It's kind of Puppet Master, but that's not why the puppets are evil. But yeah. 
I do love some good um, miniature killers. <laughs> Thumbelina would be a good one. Well, because they could have even kept these characters like Poot, like a teddy bear that's like a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like Chucky doll. Like, right. I could see that too, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, how absolutely. did they become, how did they get these man, these well, that's, weird hands? Yeah. That, so back to weird your prologue. They were the, the the liberties they took take with the the origin story in this version is that they were always closer to animals than stuff than toys or stuffed animals. They were just animals that grew up into humanoid creatures. Um, and then you, they you explained why they were feral or they weren't feral. They were socialized and then dependent. Versus, I actually went into it thinking that they had turned feral. But it's almost like they were just trying to survive the only way they knew how. Um, same difference, more or less. That's the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had been domesticated, and maybe that made them more comfortable killing humans. I, I, I don't know. That is the... But yeah, how do they get from, like, eating their friend to, like, oh, now, yep, now we're just going to murder everyone. And, like, does this only start because Christopher Robin came back? Because... They had, it seems as though they've been living there quietly in the woods as far as well, there were. Oh, no, they, no, there they were did not because that was a title sequence. All of these like weird like disappearances in the woods and all of these like news stories about like, oh, like mm-hmm. people are dropping off. People shouldn't go here. People are. Yeah, I guess I'm just asking, like, how long does this happen from when he left? To, right. Like, w- when is he bringing his wife back? This is after I'm assuming he's a doctor and now he got married, which I didn't know he was a doctor, but. Doctor <laughs> Doctor Robin. Yeah. Well, that's what it said in the prologue. It was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I know we came in late. So, uh, also, is that canon? You see a doctor in the? <laughs> I don't know if we ever see him. No, I don't. As think in a you know a full story. professional adult in the, <laughs> in the books, I I just wonder like there was maybe some. It seemed to me like there was some blatant like jealousy or. I don't know. I mean, if we have to like sexualize the relationship between Pooh and Christopher, but there was, he was jealous of the wife. Like he kept Christopher alive and immediately killed her. And so obviously they did have some kind of the, the psychotic Pooh character still wanted to maintain whatever bond he could with Christopher. Well, their child, his childhood boy bond with, his stuffed animal, or well, I, not in this case, stuffed animal. <laughs> his, his weird, <laughs> his creatures he found in the yeah. woods. <laughs> Abominations. <laughs> Abominations. Yeah, I don't think there was anything sexual about that. Like, I think it's just it could probably it could be jealousy as without another thing that took don't grow up Christopher I, Robin away from right. them. Yeah, and killing her would potentially reopen the possibility that he wouldn't need to leave or wouldn't want to leave because he doesn't have anything (laughs) to live for. Um, So he might as well stay tied up in this barn and get whipped by what we found out was what? (laughs) Eeyore's tail. Yeah. Which missed opportunity by the movie to keep showing these flagellation scenes and didn't even realize it was Eeyore tail the whole time. Yeah. Because I I guess we missed that in the prologue. But who's, skeleton was that that was the wife's like he must have hung her up and she had like just 
dissolved or you know well they processed no but how long was he there then that's what that see that's what i'm questioning Uh, a night (laughs) questions of like how long did the time go because i don't know the events of the movie mostly happen over the course of one night for the for the characters we're following someone else they had one of the missing well but he could have been early he could have been weeks earlier we don't i don't know if the the gap between when christopher robin and his his wife rest in peace um show up (laughs) And then these like um, British ladies who are just trying to escape their troubles of being stalked and, and assaulted in their bedrooms. Okay, can go we out talk to the about that nowhere. just for a second? Yeah, please. <laughs> there is. Okay. <laughs> I have two points to make. One, you have a stalker who gets into your bedroom and is trying to actively undress you. Yep. And you only tell one of your friends about it? Yeah. Like, you don't make anyone else aware? And your psychiatrist, I guess, or something? Didn't someone advise her to go out there? Sure, yeah. yeah. Was like she was seeing a therapist. Psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah, like, but you also, should get away from it all. Secondly, the last place I want to be, <laughs> if someone is stalking me, the is alone secluded. in the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. We gotta escape the city. They're like, well, that's they're what like, she was She's bringing her friends. I mean, the therapist thought she was going by herself. She clearly she brought, brought a, a bunch of friends. We didn't know was there. Like, cause yeah. she, she goes in the store. I think she's by herself. And then, like, you know, there's a car full of girls that arrive at the house. Right. Yeah. So and the poor like, girl that we <laughs> comes late on her own. Spend thirty seconds with before she gets wood chipped. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they all show up um, at the house. They do a cool thing, which most horror movies try to find a way to accomplish. Like, oh, we're out of cell phone service. For In their case, they're like, oh, we're going to have a, a technology-free weekend. So they take away their phones, except for the Instagram chick. Um, but they hardly put them in. They put them on the no, table yeah, next exactly. to the door. And that's why I'm like, why did this never come back into play? Like the <laughs> yeah. phone thing never came yeah, back into play. Yeah, because the one girl Well, they did because the influencer girl from the hot tub went and took her phone well, back from true. the basket. You know what I mean? Like the fact that no one had their phones didn't come into like. Yeah. This is a pivotal moment. They were taking her phone away. And. And they hang out for like two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and then. Am I alone in this though? Like, but let me ask you if. Oh, yeah. Sorry. If you had a stalker, like would your instinct trip be to go into the middle of the woods by your <laughs> um probably not but the i, uh, I don't know because like yeah you do want to find some serenity in the woods like i'd be down with that it was my girlfriend's we got this treehouse hot tub pool that might be nice but no take my my cell phone if i've been traumatized like that i mean in a sense if they don't have um one it it worked they the stalker was wasn't the problem. Was he not though? Was he not well, the weird okay, redneck we can, from the gas station? We can discuss that. Either it was poor casting, poor execution, or intentionally there was uh, her stalker did show up. But we can't even. I mean, I guess the answer is out there. <laughs> but I don't think the we truth can answer, is out there. Guys. We can answer that. I just mean like if the person doesn't have. Um, like a tracking chip on you or your phone or like in theory getting uh, away from where so they, they know you live find you but yeah but, so that, i guess that that's more my thing is like would i want to get really away because they don't know where i'm at and if like we make sure no one follows us hypothetically without a chip or something we should be good still it was like a much 
more like I would want to be in a busy city with access to um, police. Uh, police services <laughs> and you know like just Emergency just pizza. visibility. Like if anyone did find have a way to find you out there, then you're totally fucked. <laughs> versus exactly you know a secure building or something. Um, so yeah, I don't know what her long term plan was. That was a short term plan to hide out in the woods, but. It was more like, I think we got this stalker thing figured out. This was to clear her head. Like, I don't think they were actively expecting her to be stalked anymore, maybe. But I, I thought they why. said in the well, beginning. None of them, the only one friend knew about it anyway, so. <laughs> right, which I also think is bizarre. Like, yeah. Yeah. But also, I don't, did they ever say that, I don't think they caught the guy. I don't think they arrested someone. Yeah, they did not go into yeah like happened. It was just more like, yeah, you need to get away, it, take your mind away from things. It, it was weird back. Like it's the only backstory we really get because they do they do flashbacks to her in a room having her bra strap pulled down slowly, and they she's the main character presumably whatever her name is, and is that Mary Maria or oh, okay. Mary? Or I think the actress's name might be Maria. Okay, close enough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's seemingly the main character, and I I guess it makes us, in theory, it's the only real info we get on anyone to kind of have some attachment to the outcome. What I most appreciated about the movie is that they all ended up getting killed because it seemed like like she was going to be the final girl. It seemed like the hillbillies from the gas station were going to be like in cahoots with Pooh or in on it in some way. And it, it, uh, assuming one of them wasn't actually her stalker, they actually came to their rescue to help. Um, And so the, the like backwoods people weren't evil after all. I thought that was kind of a cool twist. And then they immediately get massacred by Pooh, who's like all of a sudden Michael Myers and like a zombie. I mean, like somehow grew impervious. Like 10 feet taller in that scene. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. They do sort of like, what are they hitting him with? The mallet they, they or They were something hitting else? him with like a tire iron. Oh, a tire iron. Yeah. And he's just withstanding all the punishment. They run him over with a car. Like they smashed in between two cars. And yeah. And you think he's done. And. So it's almost like he's, they're not human. They're almost like mechanical or like something. But yeah, they're. He's got bear strength. Let's, I mean. <laughs> Cocaine which, bear strength. Yeah, we're going to be watching <laughs> next week for the podcast. So early teaser for that. Yeah, this is the Bad News Bears miniseries. I forgot to mention. <laughs> oh. uh, episode one in that miniseries. Episode two will be Cocaine Bear. Um, I'm fine with that because it you always get the killer or the yeah the the horror movie villain is harder to kill than you expect that's fine and then ultimately they all die all the all the um, hillbillies die and then all the girls die and then i was trying to tell jamie about the movie the next day and and i was like i don't remember actually the ending <laughs> christopher robin sort of Christopher Robin gets away. Yeah, does yeah, he? I think leave? I also did not remember the ending. Like Jen was like, "Did Christopher?" I was like, "Actually, I, I thought he died. Like I thought everyone died. I thought he just stayed there with them." So we have three different interpretations. <laughs> memories. No, he. I'm still processing everything else going on. So it's a lot. Yeah. So Pooh somehow miraculously escapes the car smash. Yep. 
And then as Christopher Robin is pleading for him not to kill the final girl or who you think is going to be the mm-hmm. final girl, he does slit her throat. And then uh, this is the only, first and only time, right? First and only, it's redundant I didn't say that, but <laughs> that Pooh speaks is to say that you left. Because mm, Chris Robin was saying, yeah, Chris Robin was saying, I will stay if you let her go. Right. And he doesn't. And then, for I still don't understand this girl either. She's already dead. Pooh has slit her throat. Yes. So she's down on the ground, and he just starts stabbing her repeatedly in the skull, <laughs> which seems unnecessary. <laughs> kind of cool. She's done. Yeah. And then Christopher Robin just runs off into the woods. Okay. So he may or may not have like left. It's a hundred acres, so there's a lot of real estate out yeah, there. Yeah, maybe he found the, you know, ninety fifth acre yeah. he's hanging out there. <laughs> I okay, so I was kind of thinking I remember that he offered that plea plea bargain and then I thought he still had to stay, but that's right. He does just it's just a crazy ending. Like we're not rooting for any of the characters, so it's fine seeing no, them all no, die. No. <laughs> but the fact that like it basically just ends with with him running off. Pooh is still doing his thing. Piglet, we haven't talked about this. Piglet actually gets killed. Yeah. So it's it the uh, it is the seemingly the final girl. They have a gun, but she s- kills him with like wire or some kind of like. Strength. She kills him with the mallet, right, or a hammer or something. Yeah, like she, there's some, it's a heavy object. Or maybe he's like strung up and then. Yeah, she tied him up. Right. Oh, yeah, she did. But the chains that he had in the pool, mm-hmm. she says, you... I was her plan all along. <laughs> but there was a chain. Well, she same. says, she makes a point of saying, like, you should know how strong these chains are. Like You've you're not changed. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't there one changed. point where someone got completely out of the chains real quick? It was, like, the older woman that we had seen from the gas station. Wasn't she chained? And then they just, like, got her out real quick out of those chains? Am I not remembering Was she chained? She was. She was chained like when she was all bloody, and that's when that whole dance around the fire scene happened. Oh, oh no, they got the girl who killed Piglet, I think, very quickly out of the chains or ties. Well, I'm saying she was somebody in. somebody was released very quickly where yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like <laughs> this is the third person tied in these or third time these chains come around. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're kind of like doing the Bond villain thing. That's fine. Where they uh string up someone and then they have enough time to like escape and then i mean like they could have just killed him much more much more efficiently but they need a way for the (laughs) for the characters to for the whole thing to draw out more but ultimately it is just like a one night getaway and before sunrise everyone's dead except for christopher so yeah i don't know mo i mean like i i still after all this talking about it um i still don't know where everyone lands on the enjoyment scale how would it how did you how did you like the movie overall i mean i liked it for what it was like i i appreciated the kills like i you know it's a slasher film like i thought that was good i just thought there was a lack of continuity and sure. like some stuff and the acting also, like, where was, like, the honey? Like, there was honey. Honey came into it, like, one time. Right. And then there were also some bees. 
And it seemed like there were a couple of these little ideas that, like, they just didn't fully embrace them and, like, move forward with them. Like. Yeah. The biggest, I mean, like, advantage that this movie had was the name recognition. And that's why why it was a viral, you know, kind of, like, uh, phenomenon before it came out. And I was disappointed in the way that they, like, they, they showed the costumes yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't, I was not, like, overly impressed, I guess is a better way to put it. No. And then, yeah, like, all of the mythology <laughs> that they could have tapped into throughout the movie, it just, it didn't feel really like a Winnie the Pooh story. Yeah. That was an afterthought. So, um, so yeah, I, I could have used more, uh, I could have used more mythology and, and, better use of the property i mean but i don't know i i i had a good time it, i yeah, don't want to i would say i definitely had a good time i wouldn't have seen it on my own yeah so thanks jen for you know <laughs> get me kind of pumped about because i was like all right Winnie the Pooh, scary horror movie i'm down and i mean we should mention i mean i watch a ton of terrible um, campy 80s, 90s, 2000s horror movies. Oh, yeah. But Sleepaway they, Camp Forever. Yeah, but... And I, I'm less of that. Like, I, I don't, wouldn't say, like, I have quite the yeah, like, and, viewing experience that both of you do but it's, of those kind of movies. I don't... I hesitate to even, like, compare this movie to... It, there's no... You would think there'd be nostalgia from the Winnie the Pooh angle, but aesthetically, this has nothing like it's not inspired by like older slasher movies, really. Um, the way the kills are shot again was like a little bit lackluster. So, I mean, I didn't love it as a just a pure like campy slasher movie, but. I, yeah, no, I didn't either. Yeah, I, I do though. I'm sorry. Go, go, go for it. I want to know where you where you land. Well, well, I stepped away for a second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I heard the bees brought up. Oh yeah. yes. Well, because I was saying that I didn't think there was enough like and not to pull blood like, a and cage honey. For, like, the Where's bees? the honey and the bees? Like <laughs> more bees. We could have tried this. But also, I, I guess I have blocked out most of my childhood memory of Winnie <laughs> the Pooh. I have. Didn't remember rabbit or owl. Mm-hmm. I remember the kangaroo and Tigger. Yeah, Piglet and Pooh. That's well, I as you said. There was also four. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga's or Rue's mom, and it's the only yeah. female, and she was also a bad mom. Like so, mm. like apparently, yeah. like in the story, you know, wasn't that classic old? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But were there bees? Could Winnie the Pooh control bees? He would just have the bees out of his honey pot. Like, I just remember him, like, being like, boo. <laughs> he controlled bees in this movie. He sent. Briefly. Yeah. That Briefly. Last... Briefly. Like, where was they that? They only showed up, like, a couple of times. But that last <laughs> redneck and the, you know, the weird winding rural road. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he sent bees after the one who was going to escape. Right. Which is a handy. Um homing device weapon to have at your disposal i mean like like bee trackers oh there's the fourth guest on the podcast but lolita was outside lolita. Uh, well hey. poo poo had all these bees to make honey i mean couldn't they have survived off honey instead of eating each other 
<laughs> but anyway, like, because there is, I don't know, no real. Well, now now that we talk about it, there aren't and, yeah. vegetables in the wood. There aren't. <laughs> yeah, they're carnivores. They can't forage. <laughs> I, now that now that we are like reminiscing about our history or limited remembrance of the the story, I guess we didn't need more callbacks to iconic Winnie the Pooh characters necessarily. I just wanted the icon, the very obvious like iconography. And I felt like the movie didn't resemble the iconography in any way. I mean, like um, the the poo mask could have been yeah. much more of like a goofy. It could have been a really co- creepy version of like a goofy a poo mask, like goofy kids mask. Or yeah, something. I yeah. mean that definitely exists. Because like when that was confused be... me about Piglet too is the the tusks. Yeah, because well, that didn't have right. They added tusks, boar, which was think. the only way you could distinguish them. So huh? well, because just like Pooh in the original, he's supposed to be an anthropomorphic teddy bear. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like there's <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not getting any teddy not enough bear fur on this. out of this. Like no. <laughs> um, okay, Jen, where where he rocks you? some sweet overalls though. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, <laughs> uh, the cosplay opportunities are there for but sure. The original Teddy Pope. Winnie the Pooh, Teddy Bear, was the nun clothed. (laughs) Disney Disney added a red shirt. I'm talking about the 1926 story, which is what was given up to public domain, which is why they're able to use it. Right. Like, that story is very, like, Disney Disneyfied it. This was a very more benign story about Hmm. a kid that befriends his stuffed animals, you know? Disney changed it to be more like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I like I said, I'm off. Uh, we're operating off a limited. Disney loves putting <laughs> shirts on characters and not pants. It's very weird. Yep. Well, it's like a Ken doll, I guess. I mean, in terms of what's going on <laughs> down there, Barbie this summer. Can't wait for that. Um, speaking of of hot IP, Jen, did you like the movie? I guess is is no. Is the, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just told him out, like, we've been talking about it this whole time for multiple days leading up to this, too. And I just don't even know if any of us liked it or not. No, I did not. Yeah. Was I... Am I sorry that I saw it? No. Yeah. Was I mildly entertained by certain things? Sure. <laughs> I don't regret but the experience. No, I don't regret the experience, but ultimately, no. It's a bad movie. And yeah. not fun bad is just bad. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I thought I was offending you by talking about it that way. Not that I would, you know. Not that you would care. <laughs> not that I would stop myself. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly didn't know if, like, you had more fun with it than I did. Again, to bring up um, Manzukas and Sheer and June <laughs> on how did this get made. Like, they can have fun talking about any movie i enjoy their episodes where they seemingly liked the movie or the experience more than the ones where they just kind of like didn't get much out of it famously um did you went to the live show of 222 no i did not oh okay so just jamie and meg went to that um that was one of the worst like just generic bad movies i've yeah, watched that was a weird one i don't know why they picked i mean yes it's a bad movie but yeah. i don't know why particularly they picked that one. there's nothing really fun bad or there's nothing really even notable about yeah it's, it's just it's they picked a snooze fest yeah yeah and like as a, a horror movie 
like huge horror movie fan, I wanted this to fall into one of the many types of, of, of bad horror movies that I do like. One where the, uh, either the kills are, are really fun, the characters are wearing like ridiculous clothing from the 80s, the, the whole, the, the killer has an iconic like weapon or soundtrack. Like there's so many different. Oh, the soundtrack. Sacrifice, <laughs> yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> to the, it's like inspired by um, Wimp Biscuit or something. Now, I don't even know how to describe <laughs> the soundtrack. Well, because it was very different, like the, disjointed. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. I don't know. Am I remembering this right way? Let's <laughs> just kept playing the same song over and over again. I thought there was like different things that didn't go together. That they might have played like it had lyrics, songs, which but... is not usually good. I mean, like. It wasn't a synthy like orchestral score. It was mm-hmm. this weird um, song, yeah, with with like kind of satanic sounding lyrics or something. But it didn't have like a catchy <laughs> tune <laughs> to it whatsoever. No, not at all. Because that goes along. I mean, Halloween being an iconic example, and Jaws, of course. Like, it doesn't take much yeah. to like just signal to the viewer that like you're in the moment and build all this tension and propulsion. Like I felt like all the technical aspects of this movie were where, where, where it really fell short. And obviously the budget is a limiting factor there, but even with this kind of budget, they could have put a ton of attention into any of those aspects, into the costume design, into the music, into something I felt like it was a pretty evenly. I think it just needed to be written better. Writing wouldn't doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I, mean... I do agree. I do agree with your earlier point because I'm also a massive horror fan. Yeah, and like, yeah, it would have been great if there had been some crazy twist. Or, I mean, not having a finer girl was kind of yeah. dope. That was my... That's maybe my one positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you didn't do the usual you know you're gonna make thing. all the characters suck might as well kill them all like yeah. uh, uh, okay fair yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean Let's kill all these people that everyone hates yeah i mean and you don't other than their weird attempt in the beginning to try and get you on board with her right at least build some sympathy yeah for her situation um, which is horrible, <laughs> um, and it gets worse <laughs> throughout the movie. Um, yeah, and and all the other characters. Like, so one thing I meant to bring up earlier, I think we're probably winding down here. Is like they get to the house, they're having this like girls' weekend, and then they immediately split up into groups or just do their own thing, which is okay, not not the craziest thing, but like. <laughs> well, any thoughts? Just sniff the microphone. <laughs> no, um, yeah, like influence the girls. Like I'm just gonna hang gonna in the go hot tub by myself. Like, the there's a, there's two girls that are sort of in a new relationship, and they're like mm-hmm. the one girl has had time to put flowers and candles down and make it oh, like, their I first time. I was confused by that at first because I thought that was the main girl we were supposed to be following. Right. I'm like, why are you putting flowers out in this bedroom for this girl who's here for her non-stalking yeah, yeah, exactly. trip? Exactly. Yeah. I had the same. Yeah, and I don't even really remember what. I mean, they get killed, I guess, but I don't even remember that couple. They go off to the pier. No, they're the ones who got killed in the pool. 
Oh, right, 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 right. But yeah. then who were the four in that hallway at that one point? Like, so it was the, those two, and then who were the other two? What happened to them? Because there were four of them. No, so it was main girl. This is like a bad brunette, brunette, brunette. Yeah, redhead. Yeah, brunette. But it was it was main girl. Her from the glasses that she the only one she told about her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was those two girls that were a couple. But I thought, oh, okay, yeah. So and then after that is when the other two girls got killed in the pool, and then main girl and girl with glasses. I do not like referring to the characters this way, but I don't remember. Well, they yeah. we were not given any information. <laughs> it's the movie's on that. fault. Like, I mean, yeah, they they create an archetype out of the one um, influencer chick, and that's like the only. That's even that's like a very you know cheesy easy way to create an archetype. But at least that's like the one clear character that I remember. Um, and then you know the trauma of the main girl they use that as her defining characteristic the like you know um uh sexuality of the two other girls i mean is they were a couple and they were girls so there's that i guess um yeah they're sinning they clearly have to die yeah (laughs) the influencer has to die yeah and she was the most that was that was more the tone of the movie that i actually expected where she is being a really over-the-top caricature of something we know and not really that directly personally but it's a a known trope character everyone else is just kind of like half-assed you know normal boring people um again not to diminish what the main girl is going through but like that's not enough for you to make a main character defined by (laughs) no um i would like to know her thought process behind taking selfies and then seeing in the background some yeah. dude in a creepy bear mask and then be like, eh, not my problem. It's probably after the other girl. I'm just in the hot tub. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then I'm going to turn on this weird blinking light. It's, it, it seems, this seems normal. Just, yeah. This <laughs> seems fine. I'm just going to get back in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a normal human response from anyone. No, but that's, I mean, again, that's like the movie trying to do social commentary for a minute, but otherwise. Oh, that they're so self-absorbed. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is the lowest hanging fruit form of like, oh, people are too, you know, focused on social media to see what's happening right behind them. But like, that's about as, is like deep <laughs> As the movie gets commentary wise, and that's not very deep. Other movies have definitely done that better. Yeah, but that's what ultimately why I didn't bodies, bodies, like this bodies, movie. bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it felt like it had so many seeds of a good film. Yeah, there were so many ways hook. they could have taken it, and it was interesting to me. And maybe it was the budget, maybe it was the timing. I don't know. But it could, it was interesting enough to me that I wanted to see it. Right. But it could have been so amazing. And they just mm-hmm. dropped the ball on every aspect that could have made it interesting. Do you, Mike told us that um, the movie had $150,000 budget. Mm-hmm. It's already made $2 million because like it got a way bigger global theatrical release than they ever anticipated which i'm happy about that yeah yeah of course the outcome i wanted because i read an article from the director 
saying he wants to do more of these films mm-hmm. or more in the same vein. And I'm like, yeah, maybe if you have a bigger budget or more time yep. or someone backing you <laughs> or more people guiding or you. I think maybe he doesn't even have it is more my thought. Like, it, yeah. Well, but if more you, people get involved and can maybe guide it. I guess. Way I just don't think hire, money makes better storytelling. And that, that, he could hire better writers, though. That's very well, Jen. You want the universe of these type of movies to I do. exist. That's what I want. Not have to disagree the, with that, but I'm like maybe not this. Person. No, it doesn't have to be that guy. But I'm just saying that's fair. It doesn't have to be that guy. But for a movie like that to make this kind of money mm-hmm. is great because I do want more movies in that vein. Yeah, and I think this will inspire that though. I think this will yeah. inspire other people to maybe look at other stories that they could you know adapt into horror that are yeah and like the two he mentioned in that article that he wanted to make were peter pan and bambi (laughs) both would be horrifying isn't bambi traumatizing enough it is (laughs) is. like do we really need to but can you imagine if uh, zombie bambi yeah Yeah, yeah, bambi's mom was a zombie yeah (laughs) i mean i'm down for that thumper is a murderer like oh yeah yeah. tinkerbell (laughs) For the pan one, like yeah, I mentioned earlier, exactly. I guess we're really getting that. I, I what I really am, I, I love when people I know, um, like when we eventize things in our life. I all, I'm always on board for that, whether it's like TV viewings or having people over for watching stuff. Like that always makes it fun. I wanted, I'm, I was rooting for this movie as well for the same reasons, like people were making it into an event. It was a grassroots like thing to some degree. So I'm glad it was successful. I'm really curious if the people like us that, that did get swept up in it or had a friend drag them to it. Like <laughs> are people liking the movie in general? Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> like are people, you don't need to be sorry. <laughs> is, is our reaction to it indicative of the overall reaction? Like we aren't, we don't want to refund. We're happy no. we had the move. We we got to talk about it. That was entertaining. We got to see it. That was fine. <laughs> yeah. No, as bad like, as I thought it was, I'm not sorry we saw it. Do you think anybody loves it, I guess, is my question. I think there are some people that love it. I would say most people don't, but yeah. um, there are probably a few people that love it for maybe different reasons, or maybe they saw something that we didn't. Right. Yeah. Like, maybe, I don't know. If this becomes a cult classic, I'd be shocked, but. Yeah. I mean, but it actually, yeah. I could see it actually being. That. Oh no, it's just not like it's. Well, if it if Jen gets her wish, it's going to be like the room. Funding, well, I was, this is the this, the beginning project. This is the yeah. beginning of a whole. <laughs> They'll get better, back. and people will go back to this. <laughs> yes. one. I mean, yeah, there you go. The room is like <laughs> that on a, such a different fundamental level, and the the main performance by Waizu um, is just like alien like un- indescribably weird and compelling because it's so he's so committed to it but so bad like, nobody was com- I, again like it's not i'm not saying this movie is better or worse than the room but it's certainly less like special in the moment maybe that's what everyone thought about the room when it came out of course so let's revisit this film which guess years. when the room came out <laughs> what today <laughs> Tomorrow, my birthday. No, like what year? <laughs> I have no idea. I would have said way earlier than what it is. So, this season of new release is set in. We're in 2023 for 
uh, this Bad News Bears miniseries, but for the most part, we're in 2003. The Room okay. came so, out in 2003. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was way earlier than that. But anyway, it's t- the 20th anniversary of The Room this year. So in 20 years, we'll be back <laughs> to discuss Blood and Honey. God forbid. Um, God willing. Whatever. <laughs> um, when the IP is freshly... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. ground into a bloody maybe at that pulp. point we can also throw in zombie Bambi's mom that's what I mean like we'll have like, zombie maybe more stories yeah. more movies to add to this yeah this I'll... is just the beginning <laughs> I like I like the premise like I like the gem of the idea I yep. like these fucked up fairy tales becoming actually fucked up and you getting mm-hmm. to see those versus like the weird Disney fight bullshit yeah i mean does it have to be this director no (laughs) yeah that was enough of a hook obviously to get a lot of people excited including us and we're still rooting for the dark fantasy you know like versions of other disney properties for sure disney needs like something to counterbalance like if it's going to be the most popular populist entertainment we need a subversion of that to go along with it um so bring them on i guess um next week uh, yeah any anything else <laughs> anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up cocaine bear yeah well <laughs> yeah, exactly cocaine bear we might have to have the largest um podcast of all of all time for cocaine bear <laughs> it might the be the most it. anticipated movie of 2023 yeah. it might be like mol- Multiple episodes. Yes. Yeah, just the rest <laughs> of the year will be dedicated to Cocaine Bear. Um, we are going to be talking about that next week. Thank you guys so much for joining. Mo, thanks for thanks. being on your first time. This was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Jen, you, happy you birthday. Like <laughs> happy Thank birthday, you. Jen. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, if you want to hear the Cocaine Bear episode and the Room episode uh, three months from now, <laughs> you can subscribe by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. That's it. I think you meant to say the next like seven Cocaine Bear episodes, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually we'll get to the Room once we're done <laughs> with Cocaine Bear and we'll get to Party Monster and we'll get to all sorts of cocaine movies from the, the early aughts. But yeah, if Cocaine Bear is a disappointment, I will quit the podcast. Um, Mark his words. Yeah. It's over. I mean. There's I, no way that movie's yeah. disappointed. That movie will be so fun, even I, if it sucks. Yeah. it's. I have to constantly go through a list of what's coming out this year, but it's off the top of my head, it's the most anticipated movie of the year. So uh, no pressure, <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. So thank you guys for joining. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And that's it.